We bring the noise. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. We ain't with that no more. This is dude saying backwards. It's grown folks talk. Hosted by yours truly. <laughs> Tune day. AKA Chocolate Poppy. Don't act like you don't know. Here on Do Saying Backwards, we have a grown folks talk with real niggas. None of that fake shit. So tune in. Kick back. Light one. Post something. And enjoy. Do Saying Backwards. Yeah, yay. Welcome to Do Say and Backwards. Make some motherfucking noise. Yeah, let's clap it up, clap it up. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am your host, Tune Day. Oh, you like that button? Yeah, that, that's just different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am your host, Tune Day, a.k.a. Tune Got Jokes, a.k.a. Chocolate Poppy, a.k.a. Chocolate Baba for all my night job people, a.k.a. The Pinky Ring Player, a.k.a. The Long Day Slayer, a.k.a. Mr. Fresh sometimes, but not all the time because then you'll speak too much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my main man, DP, ain't here with me today, you know what I'm saying? But he'll be back next week. So I got my, you know what I'm saying, uh, special substitute co-host, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Cameo himself. You know what I'm saying? That's my new name. <laughs> That's your new name, Mr. Cameo. You know what I'm saying? One of uh, LA's finest. You know what I'm saying? My nigga T Reg. Let's make some noise for T Reg. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I'm one, of one, of the, one of Dab's regulars. Absolutely. I'm yeah. always here, just not on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? My nigga be behind the scenes, but you know what I'm saying? He always be holding us down. And then now we have a very special guest here today. You know what I'm saying? A. Um, a unique individual, if I had to say so myself. I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, you would have to agree because um, <laughs> this man's story is is, is very um, it's uh, it's an outlier of a story for him to be able to vouch for what he's been through, where he's been at. You know what I'm saying? We have a poet, rapper. You know what I'm saying? Music enthusiast. You know what I'm saying? I would even call you a music his, uh, uh, um, uh, historian, like, cause you know, you know a lot of musical facts, my brother. I, I will say that. Um, the hood hopper. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Technically, literally, literally, and technically, Los Angeles's own and Chicago's own Gino Hayes. Let's make some noise. First of all, it, let's man. zoom in on the shirt. Get the shirt first before you even say anything, because the shirt says a lot. Thank That's you powerful. Thank you That's powerful. Me, it's power. We're gonna get into that debate in a minute Thank too. You for but Gino, welcome. Thank welcome you for to having me. Backwards. Oh, there's the dab. I'm on dab. Dab. Yes, I'm yes. Do saying backwards. You, you, you rocking out with us on dab right now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man, How you feeling, it. man? Man, I'm good, man. I, uh, fan of the show, fan of my niggas, man. And you know, I'm glad I'm here, ready to chop it up, ready. To a little faded word 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 okay well uh what we gonna start off with you know what i'm saying uh let people get to know your vibe and you know what i'm saying type of catch you is what was you over here um listening to on the way over here what was you vibing to what was you what was you bumping actually uh that's new snow allegra oh me too well not that this time but yeah, cheers king yeah, yeah, cheers to that that's snow allegra i was listening yeah, to that, that too did you go to her um album release no and and i didn't even get the peep Remember we was out there at Lamar shit. I didn't even yeah. know. I didn't know that she was performing with Smino that day. Oh, yeah. I, didn't know I don't know if I mean that's what niggas were saying she was on the bill, but um, yeah. And no, all her album is dope. I'm a uh, man. Excuse me. I'm a fan of her for sure. Um, you a big R and B fan? 
for sure. Yeah, for me sure, too. For sure. I feel like a Heart lot of beat. rappers are more R&B fans Well, than yeah, because, like, for me, like, I fuck with R&B because they find different pockets with, with hooks and shit, mm-hmm. melodies and choruses and cadences and all that, so... Mm-hmm. You know, I fuck with R&B, like, for sure. But, like, Snow, her beat selection is crazy to me. Like, Word. she got the joint with Tyler on there. She got a Neptune's record on there. Word. I didn't even hear all that yet. Uh, I Neptune, know she, I... The Neptune record, to me, it kind of sound like, uh, what's the one, the crazy record Lil Uzi got with Pharrell, bro? Yeah, uh, the, yeah, it, and that's like one of my favorite. That might be like my favorite Uzi oh, really? for sure. That's his best song ever in his sure. life. That's, oh, Uzi. that's his biggest banger too, ain't it? Nah, that's his biggest. One of them. Okay. But the Snow Allegra record is like it's in that same like Pharrell's in that pocket when he mm-hmm. make that beat. So okay, yeah, definitely. Okay, Shout cool. out to Snow for that. Man. Shout, Shout out to Snow Allegra. Yeah, yeah, I definitely vibe with her music. Todd, what about you? What you bumping? Um, I was listening to my boy the homie Cash. Some unreleased shit. Oh, Cash. Shout yeah. out to Cash. That's my nigga. Yeah. I was just signed to Atlantic, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was playing, playing yeah, some bro shit. We gotta get him on the show, man. Talk, talk some shit with Cash. Yeah, I could try to set that up for sure. Y'all uh, was playing bro shit, though. Yeah, word. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Got the excuses. What you listening to, Big Dog? Uh, what I was listening to, what was I? <laughs> the irony of what we was talking about, where you was at yesterday, where you was at yesterday, where you was supposed to be at yesterday. Oh, I didn't even get an invite. You know what I'm saying? I, hey, maybe I, maybe I was just let, maybe these niggas just forgot. You know what I'm saying about your boy? But it's cool. Oh, I know. You know what I'm you, saying? It's you, all love. Excuse me. You mm-hmm. in the video? You good? You in the movie video? Yeah, I, I, I think oh. I am. Probably was. It doesn't even matter. And I was, I mean, all of them shits, damn near anyway. But um, blast and be no shit. Uh, the six six tape two. Shut up. I was literally vibing to that. I, I, I caught was, the first three songs today. before I got here. I fuck with this record called uh, Program. And I fuck on the tape. Fuck a program, fuck a stressful. I, I actually listened to it last night after I left the uh, event. Mm. I just went to the crib. I didn't even pop out. Yeah, I didn't even. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole thing. Program is stressful. stressful shout out to Blast. Uh, shout out to Bino. You know what I'm saying? That six step two is, 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 is hard. For sure. Definitely what I've heard. Got the city on lock. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. So okay, um, <clears throat> Gino, man, you you are an artist. You are a, a, a rapper. That is what technically your title is. If if you were to you know, categorize yourself in what type of artistry you are a rapper. So how did you get into being, you know what I'm saying, a rapper? And where were you born first? Let's start there. Because you got a Harold's versus Roscoe shirt on. If you don't know nothing about Harold's and Roscoe's, okay, let me explain to y'all out there. Harold's is a monument, a chicken monument in Chicago. And that shit is fire. Fire. Fuego. This is an L.A. nigga that said it, okay? That shit is that fire. You know what I'm saying? Roscoe's is a is a chicken monument here in Los Angeles. Now, mind you. That shit boof. <laughs> I, I used to love it when I was a kid, bro. That shit boof. I still like the waffle. I'm still rolling well, with the waffle. First of all, the waffle is hard. The, ro- the waffle is definitely hard. The, waffle, the, waffle. They, but the chicken I, depending on what day and what location but the waffle has all been consistent pretty much I feel like the people oh, back dude. there make the chicken like they know they at work not mean. like they make it like they want it to be good for somebody it's like oh yeah fuck it just throw that shit in the batter man yo you know what I'm saying like right. it's like regular chicken like you nah, can that, make that, that shit that shit gave me food poison I ain't fucking Roscoe's wow, wow, really? the old heads in LA tell you you gotta go to the ones on the east side to really get the good Roscoe's the one on Main Street yeah that's what really? I said the one on the east side so the one on Pico is not the one it used to be. It used to I be. I mean, that, that's the, the Hollywood one. Yeah. That's like the. I mean, tourist. Literally, literally the Hollywood one is. Yeah, it's a tourist. That's the one everybody goes to. Is a tourist. The tourist one is Hollywood, or now it's uh, the Inglewood Airport. They, the yeah, airport. the tourist oh, one is definitely the Inglewood one for low key. Okay. Now. Low yeah. Key. Nah. So Harold's definitely defeats Roscoe's, but I think Roscoe's has more selection of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they just, you know, I mean, for me, Logan can't even compare. Chicken ain't shit. For me, the whole idea when I did the Roscoe's and Harold's thing was. Whenever I had either one of my friends come into the city, 
Whether I had niggas from Chicago come to LA or, or vice versa from mm-hmm. Chicago, I mean LA niggas from Chicago. Chicago. These are the two restaurants they always ask to go to. Of course, you know what I'm saying. My nigga Chris, my brother Cavi, shout out to my boy. Uh, he came to Chicago like his first time. We went to Harold's like that Friday. That nigga flight was like Sunday night, nigga Monday morning type shit. And he got mm-hmm. to Harold's before he left again. Oh yeah, Harold's busting. When I when I when I had to cut you off, when I went out there for my first and only time. I had Harold's twice within a matter of five hours. Five hours, hours. of course you did. Like, no extra. Of course you did. Just, of yeah. course he did. So <laughs> of course before. he did. But it's like, even of when, like, okay, my niggas from Chicago came to L.A. recently for one of my guys. It was his, it was his, it was his birthday and shit. And he wanted to, he wanted to go to, to, to Roscoe's. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's the idea of just touching the city. Yeah, touching yeah. It. Some, it's, so, it's, I guess. I don't, I'm not really comparing the food. I'm more so just comparing the lifestyle. Right. The lifestyle. Culture, 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 nostalgic type shit. Yeah, no. Nah, I plants. get that. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, Monumental places you got when you tap in, when you go to Chicago, you gotta tap in with heroes. Like, that's just something you, gotta, you can't Philly, say. You've been go to Philly, Chicago. I'm sure it's a, sure it's a Gino's cheese steak somewhere in Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York's a... the Paulie's Pizza or some shit. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay, you're international, shit. Gino. All right, you've been around, my nigga. All right, cool. What, what, what about Nigeria? What about Uruguay? What about London? Never been out the country. You never been out the country? I get my passport July 27th. Really? Wow, this nigga done been everywhere in the in the United States, but yeah. he ain't been out the country. Okay, no, cool. So where were you born, though? You know what I'm saying? Since we fact-checking right now. Because uh, you split half and half. You one of them rare niggas that can say, right. I'm from Los Angeles and I'm from Chicago. Right, right, You know what right. I'm saying? So it's just like, um, how the fuck is that even possible? Well, Not everybody was, can do that. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What happened right. was this. All right, so my aunt ended up, uh, my aunt from Southside Chicago. Where were um, you born? That's what niggas is asking. <laughs> That's the question. No, say, how did it happen? Okay, bitch. Before that, where were you born? Sentinel Hospital, 824, That's 721. Los Angeles, California. It's Inglewood to be exact. Bet. Inglewood to be exact. God My bless you. They took me home. They took me home to an apartment in the bottom zone. I got off 104th and like UConn All right. shit. He was born in the shits. We know true, that. Man. All right. God this bless, true. King. This is true. You made it. This Go for true. it. So you're born in Los Angeles. Right, right. How the fuck did you end up in Chicago? And when did you get to Chicago? So what happened was for Chicago, like I said, my aunt kind of goes back to the whole shit. My aunt from Chicago, husband, her and her husband moved here. My mother followed her little sister. You know, okay. I mean, her older sister. sister okay. So she would come out here for the summer. So I came out here after high school, man, my dad on some summer trip decided to stay for college. So my dad was like the first person she like, man, was friends, whatever. Long story short, ended up getting knocked up, baby, marriage, all that. Cool. About like nine one of my aunts passed, and my mom was just like got real like homesick. She just really missed the shot, missed her parents, and so she made the choice to move back to Chicago. Mind you, I've never lived in Chicago up to that point. I was only visiting to come see my grandma's and shit, but right. I never lived. So third grade, I left. Who's your grandma staying at? My grandma was uh, we my, so my family stayed my my grandma, my mom's side. They stayed pretty much like either the low end or like in the uh, Woodlawn Chatham. No, not Woodlawn Chatham. Chatham Chatham, Chatham. or. I'm trying to think. What was it? Grove Heights is what the okay. neighbors called it. My, my mm-hmm. you know, yeah, no, Burnside, mm-hmm. all that little that little pocket over there. Right. Like so. Um, long story short, moms go out there, and a nigga move out there. Moms at like third grade, so it was a culture shock for sure. Mm. You know, I'm coming from LA, and you know, right? How was that? How I, I could only make. And, and how are you? Right now, I'm 28. You're 28. So, yeah. so that'd be probably at least in the early 90s then, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the third grade. So, in the early 90s, the no, understanding... No, 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 no. You tripping early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah, 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 excuse yeah, me. Early 2000s. Yeah, but even in the early 2000s, it's like in that era and that understanding of survival here in Los Angeles, how is that then transition to Chicago? Because that's a whole different type of survival there. Right. Especially to be growing up in the hood on the low end, like you said. Like, right, right, right. Um, so you go there in third grade, and then what? So I go to third grade. Before, my mom moved to the low end 
I'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was actually moved to Chicago, I, like I said, I stayed between the Burnside, Chatham area in the 90s and the 100s. First p- place we moved to was like a 10203 South King Drive, mm-hmm. right over there, like going towards um, um, Gwendolyn oh, Brooks. Gwendolyn Brooks. Okay. I went to school actually behind Gwendolyn Brooks for two okay. years. Um, but yeah, so for me, it was a different culture, man. Um, Chicago kids are a little more mean. You know what I'm saying? I'm keeping it you got roasted, man. Fuck. But nah, y'all, LA I mean. nah. niggas be roasting. Right, but like it's a like motherfucker. Chicago kids, like LA kids, yeah, they roast, but it's like, you know, it's more sunny days in LA. So niggas is you like, man, why are you so mad, bro? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we like, should be happy. I feel like I feel like me coming in, I was this happy <laughs> California kid and shit, nigga. Niggas was always hot, mad, angry coming to school. Cause it's cold, bro. And shit was fucked up. And, like shit was real. Like you know, shit like be fucked up. You can see shit fucked up on a kid's uh, face. Like damn, that nigga household is fucked. Bro. You can tell like, <laughs> he came to school. Like he going through some shit. Uh, hey nigga, all they got is bologna and milk in the fucking refrigerator. That nigga, that nigga is that a fourth grade. You can tell. So yeah, you can see it on his pants. So that's how we got. That's how. That's how I. Ended up getting to Chicago, man. Um, did ended up doing like the the boys in the hood shit every summer. I would come stay with my dad. So it's crazy. Yeah. Though. yeah so it's where crazy. your daddy stay out here? My dad. Well, that nigga pretty. You can say the Inglewood area. He's you can say that's where the majority yeah, of the time I'm Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but it's crazy though because I go to Chicago. I'm in school, right? I'm at the rink with my older cousin doing the footworks, the forties, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, shit, all type of then shit. Then I come to LA for the summer, being my cousins out here, niggas is really doing crump dancing and clown dancing. Yeah, and jerking and shit. Jerking like, wasn't yeah, around yet. It wasn't around. Okay. This is straight crump. This is crump clown dance battle. Really you talking that earlier? Jerking definitely. Okay, so let me ask this now too, since the both of y'all know this, because especially you can relate too. Out in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. This niggas that would fucking body roll motherfucking day, they right. would be murderers. All right, footworking right. ass niggas, right. like dancing ass niggas, killers. Is was the crumpers out here Absolutely. like that? Sure they were. Was Absolutely. that a thing? Niggas used to be crumping and killing. If, if you go watch the movie Rise, the documentary about crumping and clown dancing, half them niggas is gang banging, For sure. crazy or probably so jail. Actually, jail the, right the beauty of clown dancing was it all started. Niggas was making like clown group click. They was clicks. They was real gang bangers. They was clicked up. Oh wow. And how they would battle or how they would well, beat no, the no, 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 I wouldn't say that because it was really about kids first. Not even necessarily right, like right, right, right. teen teenagers. You like 10 to 13 right. and you just coming out. You did. We got to give it. If we didn't really give in the history, as far as from my knowledge, it started with Tommy the Clown. You ain't from LA if Tommy yeah, the Clown no, never came to your party as a kid. Yeah, I know before. about Tommy the Clown. Not literally, but I'm just saying. Like, Was he from Oakland now? No, no, no. He's from, from out here. Okay. And he just used to like, nigga, used to have a 5.0 Mustang with stupid beat and he'll pull up. It'll just be him. Playing music and he dancing shit, getting your getting your party going. Then it like got bigger to where he started getting a truck and having like kids with him, and it was like mm-hmm. the clown group. And that shit just evolved to motherfuckers having their own clown groups. And I feel like it just emerged to the teenagers to where it was like, okay, now we finna all just start doing this shit. Right. And then that's when it kind of merged with like the point he's saying yeah, as far as the, so he the gang bang. I'm a little bit after. Yeah. What he talking about like the mm-hmm. original origin of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a little bit after because like he said, Tommy been around. So by the time I came back. I'm start coming back third, fourth, fifth grade. Now the now the clown dancing is like clicks, where it's like mm-hmm. the actually it's a good thing some of these game bangers is in these clicks because it's keeping these niggas out the, the street streets, at that right? Moment, yeah. you know yeah, what I'm saying? That's, yeah, that's, no, that's what he that. was doing. Yeah. That shit. There was a lot of dancing ass niggas in, in in it was a lot of dance competitions. It was a lot of after school shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Like talent shows and shit that kept but a lot was, of niggas off the streets. I ain't gonna lie, it was like you know being from both growing up as a kid, man. It was so interesting because swags is different. Like completely in Chicago. We wearing 
And this is just this is this is a fit. The crazy thing is too that hat that you got right now is such a regular hat out here, but that hat out here is a whole different hat. Yeah, no, for sure. A whole oh, different hat. hat in regular hat in Chicago. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a, that yeah, like yeah, niggas yeah. wear that all day every day sure. because it's just a, it's a socks for hat. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Niggas wear socks, niggas wear cuffs. Trust me, bro. I got, I got I got every hat, but I know when and where to wear them. But <laughs> and they see, but that's the thing that because got, you from here. Yeah, definitely. yeah. But like, so I would go to Chicago, and the drip would be like. At that time, you know, Rockaway, Academic, and Nietzsche, whatever. And then you would wear, like, Jabot jeans. And then we had, like, time up. But, like, in L.A., at that time, niggas was wearing, like, Academic and, like, Nietzsche and all that. But niggas wasn't wearing, like, Jabot's and tiny jeans. Like, a lot of my cousins, they was wearing, like, Forces with scrunchy socks and Dickies and... And 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 yeah, that Diggy's thing is the, just no, like no, no, such a shit. Los Angeles. Short thing, I think it's just a, a California. The Diggy short culture. thing, you don't even know that era. That's a whole with the scrunchy the shots. Charge to tell you, bro, with the scrunchy shots, scrunchy socks. That's a whole nother era. The scrunchy socks. What the fuck? Some LA shit. Yeah, it gotta be some LA mm-hmm. shit. So you. for me, it was like it was a huge transition, bro, going back and forth. But I loved it because nigga lived in the trenches in both. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I can like really got friends that can vouch like, yeah, nigga, you didn't live in. You know, I didn't took the bus from the 117 and the 115 in L.A. to catching the Green Line at 49th and, and you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to the Red Line at 63rd. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, I really didn't. Nigga, I really didn't motherfucking hopped off the Green Line, nigga, at motherfucking 61st, bro. Right at, right in front of Parkway. You know what I'm saying? Like, All like, right. like, you know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna, that nigga hit the button on you. We ain't going to test your gangster car, that's for sure. You so, know what I'm saying? This nigga got landmarks. Saying, you know what I'm saying? saying? He knows saying. exactly where he's been and where he was at. Just saying, All right. Yeah, so God bless. Man. This nigga really from both. That shit is funny. It's, it's really, it's really <laughs> like, bro, you got to understand the uniqueness of that. Because even still, like, to be myself, like, to be a nigga from Chicago, you know what I'm saying? And the, the, the crazy thing about, you know what I'm saying, our relationship is we, like I said, we both know, I know people that you know in Chicago that, that can vouch for me and can vouch for you just right. as just the people who we are right. and then also the same thing here in Los Angeles you know right. what I'm saying like real Los Angeles natives so right. it's like for that to be the case it's like for me personally it's like okay well I'm from one place I'm from 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 Chicago but sometimes to be from another place and then come out to another some other area and claim you're from a major place is like mm some niggas a fact check like hold on now bro no, big you know what I'm saying I mean, like you know what I'm saying something like that the, this right this oh yeah is this is nigga the big like bro he is the Taj is the <laughs> LA gatekeeper of authenticity <laughs> yeah, like yeah. if you are from LA Taj can either vouch really whatever goes really on into LA Taj huh? I said and I really can't help it bro the minute I meet somebody they say for me I'm like where you where school you going to where school you going to yeah and then they say some bullshit. I'll be like, oh, yeah. You yeah. All right. Keep it moving. And then the thing is, too, is like the, the shit you ask somebody about a rapper or something. Oh, yeah. That nigga from uh, Anaheim. Or that nigga from, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about him, bro. Bro, from Brentwood. Don't even worry about him. Nah, I can say you a nigga say he from some city and then just let the city tell that nigga. That nigga is not from that particular city he's from. That nigga's from this city and that city. Right. Yeah, that shit good. But trust like, bro, it'd be, it be so many politics and from L.A. to Chicago, bro, I hear it. Bro, come on. And that's what that's the crazy thing because to know people from both major cities and to be in this city, too, and to say that I can, like, nah, man, like, because people, and the thing is, too, it's like, um, it's interesting for us to be just talking about it as, you know, the dynamic of where everybody's from. Because it's like people give Los Angeles so much slack sometimes because it's like, man, L.A. don't got no culture. 
know what I'm saying? And it'll think that like there's there's a lot of superficial things that goes on out here. There's a lot of Hollywood shit. There's a lot of you know what I'm saying the, like food shit that goes on with people. But in reality, it's because they don't actually meet the natives. You know what I'm saying? So I've Taj, you can vouch. I've been on here arguing for years with different people about you know what I'm saying Los Angeles culture and LA natives, and it's like all right, cool. It's because I've actually gotten the opportunity to get to know people. You know what I'm saying and get to actually be in these backyards, right. actually be on these porches. You know what I'm saying? That's because motherfuckers be hanging. On his favorite side of town, this nigga, he started to quote, he been saying this shit for years. What? He likes to hang out north of Olympic. So wow. uh, for those who don't know, Olympic is a street out here. Yes. Yeah, that north of that, oh like it's God. like it's LA, but it's the LA that motherfuckers move out here and be at. Like the, the ones that people complain about and feel like North of the Four it ain't, five. It, Exactly. Like it ain't no culture. Like that's basically that's where he like to hang out at because he yeah. just feel like the hood just be on bullshit. So and I feel him though, I feel him. Yeah, but the thing is, you grow up when, when I, and I look at it too like this, like and I wanted to ask you this too. You know what I'm saying? You know the dynamic because if you growing up in in the hood in two major cities, it's like at a certain point then like you can wear that hat in Chicago no problem. You can wear that hat here too no problem because you know better. You know what I'm saying? But in certain instances, but it's like. Also, too, you would know better about what environments to put yourself in. It's like now that you survived all that shit and you knock it on 30 and shit, it's like you would want to now know that, all right, cool, I can thrive in these cities and survive in these cities without having to, you know what I'm saying, turn around my back. I'm a grown-ass man. I should be able to wear whatever color, whatever hat I want to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then sure. again, you know better in certain instances just sure. because you know the environment sure. you grew up in. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, of course, you don't want to just, you know what I'm saying, kick it in the hood all the time because you know better. Yeah, so it's like, sure. in, in, in all respect to you, too, for him to say that, it's like, yeah, nigga, like even myself, like I came out here not to go to the hood, even though I know a lot of niggas from here. I don't be hanging out in the fucking hood. I mean, yeah, it, it ain't even about hanging out in mm -hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, of course, it ain't about that. Niggas is, you know, fuck all that. It's a lot of things. It's, it's the, it's a lot of things with my people. Keep pushing. I was just making the point of you saying... You were saying um, motherfuckers be coming out here and like, oh, LA, LA is just Hollywood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's for the people that be north of Olympia. And then like, too, yeah. like you got to not to cut shit, you off to your, but you got to think too, like. And I didn't really realize that maybe maybe we you probably didn't either T Rex till we got older. There's really two places here: there's Hollywood and there's LA. Yeah, I've like, realized that. I realized that. Yeah. I didn't realize that till I got older because when I was young. I remember coming to Hollywood, but it wasn't until we got older that niggas start hanging out in Hollywood. Mm -hmm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, really, the furthest we was going, really, unless we was going to... Because, shit, we, the parties we went to, Taj was like... We was rolling up. We had some shit in Beverly's. You know what I'm saying? Culver. Venice, Santa Monica. That's what us. Oh, we was, I mean, bro, I remember... And I'm, I'm saying this because me and bro actually were friends in high school. Mm -hmm. Like, so he could vouch. I remember the furthest I would hang out with us niggas going north at that time in our lives was to Melrose or the Grove. Mm -hmm. Other than that, we was definitely going to, we were kind of parties that way, but like, like Etienne House, that shit was far for us, like coming from the hood. Oh, you know Etienne? Hey, come on, man. Well, hey, bro. Hey, you know but you know what I'm saying? Etienne, you know what I'm saying? yeah. That's so it's like, so now it's like, as I get older, I get to see like, damn, okay, it's really too. Hold on, that nigga tried to hit a nigga. Oh, you know that's yeah, nigga. Hey, it's real city bad. shit going my, on. My bad, brother. No, didn't mean to interrupt y'all. Like, I thought you were saying to him. Like, 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 that's the one time, you know what I'm saying, a name like that pop up, nigga. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say something. The fuck? Yeah, you don't just no. throw that name out there like everybody. Oh, yeah, no, I, remember, I remember going to bro, bro, do a crazy house party, but I just remember going to bro shit, and it was fun as fuck, and I remember, like, this was not clear nigga crib. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. but this time, shit, if we so young, nigga, I was still going to parties in Gardena and shit, bro. 
I'll still do that to this day. <laughs> Slide, but I'm just saying. Yeah, but like, no, I get what you're saying. Space, like we was li- literally sliding from. Garden so okay, Dillon you went to, to high school out here, and did you go to high school in Chicago? No, nah, I went to. Uh, I did third through eighth. I did third through eighth grade in Chicago, and I did high school out here. And then you went to college in uh, Edwardsville, right? No, 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 no. Where'd you I went go to, to college? college downtown. Oh, where'd you go? Columbia. Yeah. Oh, that I'm makes Columbia. a lot of sense. Yeah, cool. Yeah. How did you get into music then? When did music start? Because evidently you have a lot of experience and a lot of, <clears throat> lot of culture blends you know what Man, i'm saying because being not, from los angeles there's a lot of shit like you just said you've learned you've been to los angeles uh, in chicago what's up I, I got a i got a big ass family on my dad's side my dad my grandmother had 12 kids shit yeah like she had a 12. lot of people to come out of you for sure she had 12 um <laughs> and she had so many kids she used to figure out something something to do with these motherfuckers so like she used to throw these uh talent shows in compton and shit and um and one of the kids used to win no. Oh, I'm the Tyrese used to win. Just cool. Tyrese used to win. Tyrese used to be at your grandmother talent shows. At Tyrese what age? Is, he's a single my aunt. At what age? Mm, like twelve, thirteen. He's a single my aunt. My aunt internet. This is this is documented. You can send this to this nigga personally. This is documented. Shout out to um, Tyrese. And, so my uh, uncle though that he met. Her. So I had two uncles and I had two younger cousins, and um, they were in a rap group. So. When I was a kid, I used to watch them all the time. Mm-hmm. They was like the first people, and they was like, you know, they didn't really like do too much, but they was performing at local talent shows and shit. And my dad, you know, just go. They was my grandma. Some of them were my grandma's shows, so of course my dad go support his mom's shows. And my grandma, she's like anybody in this in this, in, a, in the neighborhood that wanted to put on perform, she let you perform. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As long as you wasn't scared, it wasn't about you being the best. Yeah, whatever. she wanted you doing some shit. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time. Then my uncle, one of my other uncles, that nigga was working for this radio station in Inglewood called KJLH. Okay. Okay. So at that time, it was, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was owned by Stevie Wonder back then. So he used to have a Saturday night show. And um, I just remember seeing him like prep for his show and shit like that. He like, you know, being outside in the garage and, you know, mixing this shit. So that was a very good interest. He was actually the first person I ever recorded with, man. I remember I was 12. And I tech, I, I think I asked my dad, like, man, I, I want to go to Kiki. I want to try to make a record. He said, call him. So I called my Uncle Kiki, man, and the first beat he pulled up his old ass, he pulled up Rapper's Delight. And had me rap over Rapper's Delight. So when did you know you could rap? When did you, that was, start? Did you I, always rap as a kid? Was, when I was like when I was like ten, because one of my one of my uncles that was in a rap group, um, named Khalil, this nigga music knowledge was bro, he had every hip hop C D. Hmm. When I was twelve, I knew like the same lyrics to this young Jeezy and Lil Wayne that these twenty two, twenty three year olds knew because I was under my uncle all fucking summer listening to music like because i was going to school in chicago so i would come out here for the summer up into high school so i didn't really have that many friends no more i had only my cousins and shit for the summer but because i have 12 aunties and uncles and i got 40 cousins you know what i'm saying god damn man see honestly <laughs> man i'm gonna give you some noise for that but i'm also gonna press the button for that too because why are y'all fucking so much because no, i don't have sure. that many cousins my uncle kiki, man. man my uncle kiki alone that nigga got 10 kids that nigga got a 10 piece, bro. That nigga hard, So. Hey, I guess. Then, you know, I got met, like, like he know one of my other cousins, my cousin Mike, through marriage, so then mm-hmm. that happened. So now you got 12 people, so now you got their relationships, and now you're intertwined with. Oh, my nigga Mike Hobbs. Yeah, oh, Mike, Mike Hobbs. So, yeah, so. Okay, I got a question then. How then, being an LA native, would you say being around people who then have stardom or fame, either affects or amplifies, you know what I'm saying, your connections that you do have. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, let's say you grew up with a nigga like, like a Casey. 
Casey right. Veggies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You see. grew up with a nigga like a Blast. You grew up with a nigga like a, a Tiger or, you know what I'm saying, whatever Tyler, the case be. Tyler went to the same school. Tyler, Caitlin, uh, uh, for real, for real. Uh, like, all of these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, you grew up with these people and it's like, because there's a lot of, a lot of, Notoriety that comes from being somebody that's authentically from LA. Right. Because once you're from here, y'all, and, and once you're from here, what I've noticed from being an outsider and coming, once you're from here and you get notoriety from people who are not from here, the the the, the Los Angeles culture swarms you for and sure. they jump on you fast. For and sure. now you got connections and you got you got shows to do for the rest of your life in California. You know what I'm saying? No matter how tour, no matter how big you your buzz is outside of here, you could tour California for the rest of your life and be rich forever for the rest sure. of your life. Exactly. You, you know, know what I'm saying? 15 plus I guarantee you, niggas like Sugar Free still touring. He's still going out here. You know what I'm saying? Too short. E40, they out here still getting money, even if they ain't getting booked nowhere else in the world. California holding them down. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, how do you then like you know like go about your regular lives knowing that you were friends with people like Janae Aiko. You know what well, I'm saying? Yeah, well, for me, out of all the people you named, nigga literally for sure grew up with Casey. That's my nigga. Yeah, That's exactly. like really one of my day one homeboys. Uh, I mean, I mean, if that nigga though, he been, he was popping young. So, I mean, it's kind of, he a bad comparison, but he not. In the sense of just like, it was dope and it was new to all of us at first, but then mm -hmm. like niggas got used to that shit. Like, I was, I bro was, been popping crazy. since he was 40, he a year younger than us. He was born in 93. Mm. He's been popping since he was 14. It's crazy mm. that, so, to elaborate on him. So that's another thing, too. So a, lot, a lot of these niggas out here pop very young. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, no, I ain't gonna lie. Like, Casey, no, Casey, Casey is like the... Casey's Casey situation. No, Tyga, uh, Tyga, so say, Tyler, let me Casey. Say, when you say young, young, young so you got, you got no, rap nobody young doing and you like, got bro. young. Yeah, no, I get that. Rap yeah, young yeah. is 18, 19, 20, 21. 18 to 23, you a young rapper. You feel me? Facts. Mm -hmm. Casey started getting his notoriety. Like 14. 14. But not, I don't know, like, Lil Bow or Lil Romeo shit. Yeah, like, now he was getting respect like for sure. Like, bro, was but I was going to elaborate on Reg and say, shout out to, the, I, we was talking about this last night, actually, too. Mm -hmm. Or not last night, two nights ago at the studio. CV a legend, man. CV made it to where, for me, CV and for other person, for me, it'd probably be C-Sick from Chicago. Shout yeah, out yeah, yeah. C-Sick, yeah. Those C -Sick two made it to where, for me, celebrity shit is irregular. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, with Casey, bro, rest in peace, Mac Miller. I didn't really been in the Mac Miller house, bro, in the studio hearing songs with Mac Miller. I didn't really been around Wiz Khalifa with Casey. Mm. Wiz is really, you know, I'm, I'm like, damn, this. And for me, bro, like, and he'll tell you, Wiz is top five, our high school generation. Like, right, that yeah, nigga, no, Wiz, that's true. Yeah, for no, our high yeah. school generation and that little pocket. You know what I'm saying? So Casey, yeah, my nigga C-Sick to hand oh, me around Tory Lanez. Yeah, you know I, mean? I didn't been around Jeremiah. And these are people that I think are genuine niggas. So I'm saying that to say, Casey and for sure C-Sick, they made it to where... The celebrity shit is regular to me now. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I still be like, okay, damn, that's bro. Okay, cool. Like, you still gonna be like, okay, you gonna look at, you know what I'm saying? You see nigga on the internet, you gonna see. Okay, so then my next question then on top of that, then as an artist and as a, because I know even myself too personally, like I have friends, like I can honestly say I have a ton of friends that are on television. I got niggas that's on billboards. My little brother been on a billboard in, in the city. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just different shit shout that's out like... To film. Yeah, shout out to film. You know what I'm saying? Just different notoriety that certain people have gotten around you. And it's like, do you feel that it then gives you that motivation as an artist, as a producer, as, you know what I'm saying, uh, a rapper yourself to know that you know other people that, you know what I'm saying, have made it? Well, I can answer this quick. For me, no, it wasn't no motivation because, like he, like I said, I was used to this shit. Like, yeah. I got comfortable with it. What did ignite me getting motivation again was meeting motherfuckers like you or anybody else I'd have met that's from out of town. And y'all niggas coming out here and making connections and making shit happen. And I'm like, damn, I'm asleep. Like, I'm really like, I'm asleep on the city. Like, I'm, I'm not even knowing the power I can have and 
maneuver and do what I got to do. Because in reality, right. I'm such a nonchalant, just like, nigga, like, oh, I'm about to go to this in Hollywood. I'm like, I'm straight. Because I'm used to that shit. Right, yeah. Nigga been doing that shit for, I'm 28, but nigga been doing this shit for a while. But it's like, nigga, like, y'all move out here and y'all get that shit rolling. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, damn, like, I got to, I'm tripping. Like, hold on, let me, let me figure this shit out. And that's, and that's the crazy thing that you can, that, that honestly, like, Ray, that's some real shit for you to say that because that's, that's, that's humbling. Because no, to, to know what you have, but then to be honest enough with yourself to say that you don't really utilize it Facts. just because it's been there. And it's like, it then becomes a situation where it's hey, like, niggas is, you look at you, it, bro, I, nigga, we talking about this uh, mm-hmm. two nights ago, once again, bro, I, when I first dropped in the city, out of nowhere, bro, I had, like, one of the most fire first mixtapes. I ain't gonna say the greatest, but my shit mm. was definitely fire. Buzzing. Bro, me and the homies had a little clothing brand. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even cherish the shit because the shit was so regular. You know what I'm saying? Because we was already used to this shit. We didn't mm. even understand the power. Like, even he was damn near, bro, was a part of it. You know what I'm mm. saying? Shit called Caviar & Co. We, it was, like, five mm-hmm. of us, bro. We didn't even know the influence. Bro, I have pictures from a party where literally everybody in the party that fucked with us is wearing our t-shirts. Mm. I had to tape. We had to. We I had to tape. Taj basically had the streets. He been the street, homie. Like not like that, but mm. anybody, yeah. everybody know T Reg from the streets for sure. Yeah. My nigga Chris was a fly nigga, and L Bug was the tie between the streets and the fly niggas. Uh-huh. So this was our little shit. But like he said, it was shit was so regular because unfortunately we seen Casey do it already. So it was like, all right, it's cool. You okay, feel then, no, feel, do you feel then that that hinders you then? Sometimes it allows for you sure. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Sure yeah, 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 for sure it did. Bro, I, I should have went. I for sure should have went way harder. But it was like, you know, then you got to think too. You when you from here and going back to him now. I was actually I'm looking at me and him yesterday, and uh, just looking at everybody that was around that I started with, right? Like I'm talking like 14, 15, 16, been around, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at all these people that's around now. And it's really like me, him, and homie KY, and maybe yeah, and, 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 and Vic are like the four people I'm looking around as that I can remember from 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. But I, I fuck with so many other people walking up to Gino, and it's like this whole time I didn't realize, nigga, I was so much trying to get you know this little part of LA that I knew, but it was so many other fucking people, bro. Right. Yeah. Like we are out of this. We, me, and him, was talking about being in the LA bubble. The same, bro. I'm looking at. I'm like, damn, bro. I'm out of that same. I'm out of the. But I'm still in it. But it's so much other. You know, it's so much that, other that, that, people now, bro. That at, fuck with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's actually crazy that you're talking about crazy. the LA bubble because that shit low key is the same thing in Chicago because there is to be from a major city and to get notoriety in a major city, it allows you to forget about the ceiling. Right. That comes with it. And you then get so, you know, um, I guess, uh, embedded. Yeah, caught up in the hype. Oh, yeah, it caught up in, in the hype to the point where it's just like you forget that there, there's a bigger world you outside of your city. You yeah. But then, then, like I said, what was so dope about what you said, you know what I'm saying, is because it, it brings a different perspective of understanding. Because to be embedded and caught up in the hype here is one thing. But then when somebody from either a smaller town, you know what I'm saying? Like a Fayetteville. You know what I'm saying? Or a fucking Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Or let's just say somebody comes from another bigger town and just utilizes all the, the resources. resources that you got out here. Yeah. Shit, that's what I did in Chicago, nigga. Yeah. Nigga was like, what, nigga? When I got to Chicago, bro. But that's but they would be the same thing. And a lot of people would think that Chicago doesn't have certain resources, but somebody from the outskirts coming in. Bro, Vic I, loves fucking Chicago. Shout out to nigga Vic. I, when I, he came to Illinois and shit, and when he started vibing with Chicago niggas and realizing all the shit he can do in Chicago, and nigga never stopped you well, know, what saying, tapping in there. about the world, especially big cities, niggas going to be niggas. L.A., New York, uh, Chicago, niggas from big cities going to be niggas. But yeah, that's I was, true. I was, saying that's true. That, I, I was saying that to say that to the fact of 
niggas is de- it's definitely a great it's definitely a great thing of going to another city. That was even though Chicago wasn't a, a new city for me, it was new for me because I never lived downtown. I never lived on the north side of Chicago. It was a whole I'm tapping in a whole other part. Part, yeah. And believe it or not, I'm I'm taking advantage. Like I'm looking at these niggas that's been knowing C sick, and I'm like, bro, y'all niggas ain't. I niggas ain't trying to buy no mm-hmm. beats from this nigga. This nigga, yeah, this nigga's fire. This nigga fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man. I'm just meeting, bro, and I'm I'm trying to be in, bro. I'm trying to get in my bag with, bro. You mm-hmm. feel me? And I'm like you said, like I'm trying to take advantage. So you definitely, it's definitely people that do that. Shout out to the niggas that do come to LA and take advantage. I got a lot of homies that shout come out to, to LA. Shout out to the niggas take that take advantage. Shout out my nigga Ozzy. It's one of my dogs taking advantage Ooh. of the city, man. That nigga Ozzy tapped the fuck in. Bro, shout out to you know all niggas that are out nigga. here taking advantage because the understanding of opportunity does, isn't necessarily common sense. And a lot of people need to be more aware of the opportunity that they have and how they can be, how they can utilize it based on the situation that they're in right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because people think they need money. People think they need, you know what I'm saying, a lifeline. People think they need a fucking helping hand. But in reality, they need to just use their common sense to utilize the opportunity that they have and the resources that are there at their disposal. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I want to talk some more shit with you, you know what I'm saying? And that was a very that was a very dope topic. But uh, we're going to take the smoke break, and we're going to be right back. Let's do it. Yes, sir. And we're back. All righty, yeah. <laughs> I need to take over your shit. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? My nigga, he he, he, he the new host. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to, you definitely have to have uh, Gino come, you know what I'm saying, again, come kick it with us. But um, we back from our smoke break, and uh, we were just talking about some good shit, having some good banter. But I want to switch gears. I got an uh, interesting question. You know what I'm saying? I just want to know a little bit about you. I want to get the people to know a little bit about you. You know what I'm saying? You too, Tosh. You know what I'm saying? So I want to know, you know what I'm saying? As men, honestly, what's the farthest you've ever went to get some pussy? Like, what's the distance? Mileage. Like, you drove, you took a plane, you took a train, you woke up at a certain time in the night. What's the farthest you ever went to get some pussy? Mm, Gotta think. I drove to DeKalb. You drove to DeKalb. Where's the cow? Let people know where the cow is. Illinois. I was about to say that must be from Illinois. I don't know. Chicago. You drove to the cow from Chicago. The cow from Chicago is about like three hours, three and a half hours. No, it's not. It's like what, hour and a half. Nigga, you're lying to yourself. How I go from an hour and a half to three hours? Somebody got to be lying. You are lying to yourself, hold sir. On, hold on, go ahead, hold Google on. it. There's no way in hell. That yeah, I, don't, I can't think of the distance, but I know I've done. I know the most burnt out thing I've had did just to make sure I secured it. But I'll wait till he done. I'll <laughs> just to make sure you secured. Yeah, I, know, I, I can. Okay, I, can, I want to yeah. know that too. Y'all gonna be uh, yeah, listening to Google, Google that. Like that's 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 a that's a pretty distance. Like he tripping. He trying to find it right now, but um, what you got though, Taj? Alright, y'all might as well go. Yeah. Um, don't cut me off too when you figure it out. Too, I know you like, but nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Well, as far as just the when you say the furthest you you mean whether it's distance, distance or just nigga, you could have took out. a flight. Yeah, just you could have took a. You know what I'm saying? So like train, I said, you know like, the distance. Uh, I can't really think. I mean, nigga, done went out of town and made sure he had some guarantee, but that's <laughs> the but the most. Funniest and crazy shit I did. I met a girl off Instagram that um, lived in Arizona, but oh. she had family out here. She came out here a lot to visit her family. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe like a week after talking to her, she was coming out here. But I knew I was half of the motivation, too. <laughs> she right. drove out here. Really? But like, as soon as she drove out here, she was coming straight to me. I had booked the room. and um, like, I stayed on the phone with her the whole time she drove out okay, here. Okay, so... You didn't technically <laughs> drive. 
I didn't drive, stay on the phone because yeah, I've driven to Arizona. No, that is at least a four and a half hour drive. I stayed on the phone. With you know what I'm saying? So you were on time. the phone. So you literally, he threw that fucking yo yo out and waited till it came all the way back. He definitely beat me to Cal. I'm making sure that. It's about an hour and a half. It's about an hour and a half. All right. So you drive to drove. All right, baby, I was exaggerating a little bit. So you drove an hour and a half. But this All was right. like this was this was my joint. Let me say this too. This was my joint. It wasn't like just a jump off. This was my joint. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her. We still. This nigga just winked at the camera. I'm low dead. key. Hey, all right. Well, no, I went low. You just couldn't see. It was very high key. That was, high key. That was hilarious. We still, we still people. Okay, so but you so you didn't. That's that's very interesting. Yeah, I didn't that's drive. That's noble of you though. She, I don't know because I was making sure it was secure. The, I, there was there was no. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, hey. I was, hey shout out to that. It was worth using all those unlimited minutes. Yeah. Period. <laughs> I was making sure there was no games being played. I'm like, I'm, about, I'm like, fuck it. And if, you know, for her, it was, I'm so sweet yeah, for staying on the phone. Staying on the phone. Of course, she had to reward yeah, body you for was that. crazy. She had some gas and the body was crazy. Body was crazy. Let's give it up for that, man. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is some wild back, but yeah. Yeah, it's a wild back. You know what I'm saying? Long, 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 long time ago. Long time ago. Me? I've flown across country. Mm. I have flown across country. Yes, I can say that. So this is what I want to know, though. You've flown across country. Have you hit? Did you hit before? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that's not bad. Oh, well, okay. Well, yeah. When you're saying saying how far you've went, I'm thinking of like, of course, mileage or just like, nigga, just most burnt out shit you've done of just. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. Let me, let me, let me look at it like that. the first time you hit some shit, it's different when you didn't already hit it. Let me think about that's it. That's how I was thinking of the question. Yeah, that's the, technically that is the question, but then I looked at it when I answered, like, yeah, that's a little foul. All right, um, the farthest I've went for some. Like, for the first time. For the first time. Uh, yeah, hmm. Um, I would say, I would probably say about an hour. I flown girls to me though. By now, yeah, that also see I get I that that that's nothing. I mean, I'm not if you, I, if you I, got I it, fuck me. I, 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 I pay for flights. flights. I ain't never did that, but I'm not like oh nigga, it ain't all that. I, was, I, I ain't flights, mad at it. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've done that. I've definitely yeah. taken two flights. So I can say. I'm not mad. So what do you what do you think is the proper protocol when flying a girl out? To you in another state as a man, what are you expecting from that woman when Pussy. you flew out? We know we need it. That's, she know what that's I'm all a nigga worried about. Pussy. Pussy. That's, come You're on, not man. Trying to have a good time with it. That's that's oh, gonna come. Included. That's gonna happen. So this is a exclusive package. So what's included? In. What's included in the package when you fly in the girl? What would she expect from Gino Head? She gonna expect to get courted, have a great time in the city. You know what I'm saying? Eat good, drink good. You know what I'm saying? Have a reason to put that shit on, get dressed up, take pictures, all that. In return, I'm expecting that motherfucker to be, you know Bust open. The Sonny. The Sonny. But of course, you ain't trying to be like, yeah, you know you're going to give me some pussy, right? Like, you ain't just trying to do that. Right. right. So you got to keep it player. So that, but the thing is, some niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are, there are females that are, get, that are put in certain situations where they get the worst end of the stick. You know what I'm saying? Where they get flown out, they get kept in a hotel, you know what I'm saying? They get fucked, and they get one meal, and then they get sent back. Shit, you I ain't mad saying. at that neither. You ain't mad at that neither. <laughs> That's on her though. She, she, should, she, should, she, should, she should have enough money where she can get the fuck up on the table. She said it ain't going bad. She should have some money to get up out of that hotel. So do you think that women sometimes, you know what I'm saying, use their body to utilize, you know what I'm saying, an experience? Nigga, do, you, do we not of... use our money, nigga, to utilize an experience? Our money and their body is the same shit. Mm. It's a sick situation, but it is. 
Nigga, uh, their their body is worth money. So women's so, she, so you would say that women's body is their currency. Do people not pay for pussy? We true. all pay for pussy in our own in way. Our own way, way, for sure. Yeah, that's true. So that's currency. Instead of just the literal exchange of give me some pussy. But there's here. niggas that do that too. Respectfully. Honestly, nigga, if, you really, if you really got it and a nigga doing that, well, I feel like it, that makes sense. If you on some bullshit, you got a whole girlfriend, wife, and you just making sure it ain't no strings attached. Just niggas for sure doing that. Like, fuck it. You know what I want here mm-hmm. just to make sure ain't no feelings. You know what I got going you ain't got on. Right, my yeah. number, here. We ain't got to exchange no information. There's right. plenty of niggas doing that. Fuck it. That's pretty bro, smart. Grown, honestly. Bro, honestly, like, if you got the bread to. You know what I'm saying? Go up. Nigga might want to pay for a threesome. This bitch might not want to give him a threesome. Mm. This is like, you know what I'm saying? Being honest, like if you got the bag, bro, like the bag dictates So you might as well just pay for it then. Well, no, because I still, I personally still think it's, it's, it's pretty dope to have a chick to vibe with. You know what I'm saying? I think that the world goes around because of women and because of pussy and all that. Okay, that the gets woman to my is, next The question. woman is everything, bro. That's perfect, perfect. I'm glad that you went there, brother. You know what I'm saying? That gets to my the, next that's, question. That's everything, bro. Yeah, that's word. That's the caddy. Right. Word, word, word. Okay. Uh, my next question then. What was it? What was about to ask? Okay, then. You then as an artist, I want to know this. You know what I'm saying? Why or... Why do you feel that for men, you know what I'm saying, it's difficult for men to express their emotions personally rather than, you know what I'm saying, externally in their music? Like, you catch some niggas who, you know what I'm saying, let's say, like, Dirk-ass niggas, you know what I'm saying, very emotional in his music, very, very transparent, you know what I'm saying, all these street niggas that's, that's, that, that talk about their traumas, their pains, and their music, <laughs> but it's like, in reality, niggas gotta stay tough and shit like that. Why do you feel like people don't, you know what I'm saying, or wait to express themselves fully in their music? You as an artist, do you would you say that you do that? Or are you a person that's more in tune with his infi- feelings and his emotions? Uh, I can answer this for him. Bet. I'm <laughs> no, I'm gonna let him answer. I'm both. Like I don't have a problem. I was about to say that nigga's both. Like, that nigga's emotional. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't have a problem. Like if it's an issue, bro, I really like. I don't have a like. Here to tell you, I don't have a problem speaking my mind. If I don't mm. like some shit, I'm gonna say that shit, mm. bro. Like I, for me, I grew up as an only kid, so I always you had, only child until I was 16. My dad, little brother, and I was 16, well, 15, oh, okay. 16. Okay. So for me, like I always grew up. As he might say, emotional, because it's like, nigga, I'm not going, bro. You're not mm-hmm. about to say whatever to me. I was very, always getting into it. And then, like, for me, I was always a cool nigga that never was, like, chose violence. But, like, if I went there, it's like, okay, I'm blacking out. I got to go there. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to tolerate no disrespect. But, yeah, I can I can do both. I don't have a problem saying how I feel. You know what I'm saying? But then why do you feel that other artists sometimes I think that shit just cap, bro. I think we just don't know them niggas, bro. Niggas is, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you really know motherfuckers, bro, like... Like him, like we really like he got real rapper friends. I'm sure he's had yeah. real life conversations with all of us right. to where niggas and got some type of emotional. We not mind to say it in front of nobody else, but to a nigga like Touch who we know, okay, cool, bro is a solid nigga and is sacred and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm sure and like I said, mutual homies, I'm sure we've all came to you about something in some way or form it was a little emotional. Yeah, like you said, it's just about the, the personal level of knowing somebody that's pretty much that's pretty much it that can go for anything but of course a nigga gonna get on the, the breakfast club or whatever and act like he just toughest and roughest right mm-hmm. cause that's, that's still a part of the it's the crazy and like nigga like Lil Durk gets so much love because he's talking about you know what I'm saying his affection and his you know what I'm saying his love for his girl India you know what I'm saying yeah, what's, the, like, what's the tape he dropped 
love for the streets. Love songs for the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it's smart, bro. I mean, in this, especially in our generation, like celebrity couples and, and I mean, it's always been a thing, but now with Instagram and you know that shit is a great marketing scheme, bro. Like you feel me, like. Don't get me wrong, bro. When did I get this bag, get this check, bro? I'm going I'm about to find one of these bitches in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Well, you done already gave away the secret, nigga. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to. <laughs> Lil, but Lil Wayne Ben told us the secret. The nigga said, what he said, fucking with a, what he say, fucking with a pop star. Wasn't nothing serious. I was running up the pop charts. Like, that shit's for real. Like, he said it. Like, it's really a formula. Okay, my next question. That's Go a formula. My next question, then. <laughs> How do you deal with a woman who's not affectionate? How would you say that you as a man, or not even just a man, the man that you both individually are, how would you say that you would deal with a woman that's not affectionate? Man, I don't fuck with the craziest bitches because they're not affectionate. That should be pissing me off. So you big on Zodiac signs and For shit? For sure, I am. Really? So uh, if somebody took, what's your Zodiac sign? Virgo. A Virgo. Okay, cool. I'm Sagittarius. 100. Why are we friends? Why are we cool? Um, shit. I don't even know what you got rolling in life. I know about me, though, and I know about the motherfuckers, the bitches that I, I felt I wasn't compatible with. I had to look. But, okay, up. cool. But does it does it, does it it transfer with friends and shit, too? Yeah, yeah, because my friends that are Aquarius, they're a little weird, a little weirder. Okay. My friend, my friend Lauren, a Taurus, he's fucking bullheaded and, you know what I'm saying, and stubborn as fuck. You know okay. what I'm saying? All right. Well, then, so, cool. Yeah, then you do. understand that. But even still, back to the original shit. With women, then, you know what I'm saying? Right. A woman that's not affectionate, how would you then deal with it? Because evidently, you what I had to, what I had to learn, because I was dating, a, I was really dating a, uh, a Aquarius girl, and I really liked her. You feel mm-hmm. me? And I, she like, played with your heart? No, not even. She just was like, in I hit. It wasn't even like, like that. <laughs> and I hit. Nigga always got to, you know what I'm saying, make the emphasis now. Just but, so y'all know, I definitely fucked. Definitely had so, to But uh, I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? But I'm Besides saying, broke my heart, it was like a nigga, fucked. it was like, that was like a nigga first time. Like, damn, like, you really just like, like, you know, you get tired of a girl, you start, okay, you know, you start drifting. Bitch start drifting. I'm thinking shit is rolling. I'm thinking it's, it's, it's what it is. She started drifting. And then, you feel me? I have to start learning. You ever okay. cry with a woman? You said what? You ever cry with a woman? No, I never did that one. Cry over a woman? No. I've cried in the heat of the argument, but over a woman? Nah. Not like, oh, she's <laughs> Nah, hell no. I didn't got no, I definitely got in, in, in like yelling matches. Yeah, I didn't did that and get any just emotional in the moment mm-hmm. and tears. Like, not like, oh, but yeah. But you got to think too, like, regardless, like, all of us in here, it's always some woman that you, like, you gonna fuck with more than these hoes, bro. Like, you know, like, it is what it is, bro. People still got spiritual connections and shit, like. Okay, but yeah, I'm just saying though. But I'm just but still to answer original the question. Yeah, answer yes, the question. Original question. <laughs> question then. You got to answer. Uh, I don't know. That's that's just a, it's a tough question for me because I'm the type of nigga like I'm not that affectionate. Like I do be in the beginning because a nigga trying to capture it, mm-hmm. but after a while I just be chilling. But then again, it's not like I don't want affection too. So I don't know. It's hard for me to say how I would deal. When you with say affection. You mean walking around holding hands and shit? Like, no, nah, it's not. It's, it's there. There. There's certain levels of affection, affection that a woman yeah, can yeah. give you. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm at the crib, and I, if I'm at the crib, you feel me? I like you know, you can kick your feet up on me. I feel like that's affection, right? Nigga, I don't know. I don't know how to be affectionate <laughs> to a nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out what the affection is. I feel you. I feel what you're saying. What does affection like, mean? Affection. You would have to ask. Now, mind you, I'm maybe dead. I should ask that while a woman was here too. But I'm, I'm asking. You know what the fuck affection is? That's the fucking problem, nigga. What the fuck type of bitches you been fucking with? You don't know what affection I'm is. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see. Tender love and care, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I get that, but I'm trying to see like what example are you at with it? Like, nigga, I'm saying okay, all right, bro. Well, okay, no, but it's just like no, my thing. 
is okay. What, the, what would be your example of affection? That's what I said. Like, okay, we at the crib watching a movie. You got your that's, feet on. That is a, that's a sign of affection. Yes, that's one sign. That's of affection. one sign. So I'm thinking, one I'm sign thinking of affection. That's, 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 you're saying that's like physical. cuddling, nigga. Like, okay, right, I'm just cool. saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm thinking anything past physical shit. I know physical is affection. I'm trying to think other shit outside of physical shit. I feel like basically the whole premise of him asking this question is on some like you dealing with a woman that's just like y'all know y'all fuck with each other, but she might be treating you homeboyish. Yes. Exactly, right. you know what I'm saying. But right. exactly, but you know you fucking like you're literally yeah. having sex right. with her, and that's why I was like, saying that's difficult for me to answer because I know there's times where I can be dealing with a girl and I know I could be very like standoffish in the sense of acting like just regular homie, and she'd be mm. like, "Damn, nigga, like what's up?" Yeah, like you know, like, and I'd be like, "Damn, I'm tripping." Like let mm. me, you know, cause, but that's just nigga getting comfortable and getting used to her. And yeah, getting right. used to her, right? Okay, cool. I get that. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, for the record. I answered that question. I got you. Yes, you answered the question. You you you, you definitely didn't oh, answer the man. question. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, that situation y'all, man. I'm happened. trying to. Hey, I'm doing the best I can up here, man. Do you know a woman ever went through your phone? No, believe it or not, no. Really? Now, see, I've definitely had a girl over my shoulder and see some shit. Wait, okay. You got into it because evidently it was a story because it has to have been something for you mm-hmm. to bring this up. You must have got into it with that girl by looking over your shoulder. She didn't even hear your own phone. No, I'm saying like a girl seen like over my shoulder and mentioned like two days later, oh, so who's such and such that she was texting? And did y'all get into an argument? No, I'm going to shut that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> you shut that but shit down. But look, 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 crazy shit is, luckily if girls never went through my phone, luckily, because I know like, you know, I definitely could have been in a situation to in the past, in my in my younger, wilder days, in where younger days. somebody could have went through some shit and been a little, <laughs> little hurt, my nigga. Tyler, you oh, yeah, that's definitely happened to me. Really? How you get gut, though? Um, you she had a shower, sleep. Sleep. Um, she just probably seen me putting in my passcode on the sneak. Um... Sleep. First of all, Taj, passcode is in the first and is in the last like four or five years. So you got caught recently. No, I think you put your passcode on your iPhone. No, you said this was re- you said passcode. Passcode is just nah, yeah. passcode. This is like nah, passcode. Nah, I've been having the passcode on my iPhone since like 2012, 2011. Bro, exactly. Yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> yeah, he thought he had some some shit. <laughs> no, no, let's relax, nigga. Passcode's been cracking since iPhones became a thing. All right, whatever. But okay. this is like 20, uh, this is definitely like mid 2010s. So this is like 2014, 13, something like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, right. yeah, I guess you probably seen me putting in my code on the low. You know how niggas be making the memes and the tweets when a nigga wake up to the. <laughs> nigga woke up, I'm like, oh really? shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Damn. And then she was, nigga, then it was just like, a nigga wake up. Let's say this is my face, nigga. It's like, like <laughs> the phone right there. I'm like, oh shit. And yeah, you know, you like, some wild shit. You get uh, I mean, you know, niggas just had bitches. Yeah, had bitches. He was doing his thing. <laughs> niggas just had bitches. Uh, when I shouldn't have been she, having bitches. Did she take you back? You know, she took a nigga back. <laughs> yeah. Of course. You know, she left that night, was mad for some few days, and came, came right, right on back. back. You know how that go. But yeah, that's definitely didn't happen to me. That that Damn, was right that female back. in particular just went through my phone plenty of times. Yes. Damn. Yes, and that was pretty. Was, remember went through your phone? Man, female took my phone and ran with it. Damn. Like, ran, like, like, man, this is like one thing to lock yourself in the bathroom or whatever. <laughs> it's one thing. Like, it's another thing to come back and it's like your phone is gone and she is nowhere to be sighted. Oh, inside. Yeah, that's, like, that's pretty, like, that's wild. Like, like, you can't even, like, I remember coming out of my apartment and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, she's gone. Right. She's like, there's like, and you can't call her. Right. So, <laughs> fuck it. Have y'all you know, ever been through a female's phone? 
That's a good Be question. real. <coughs> no. Honestly, I have. I have. I have it. At, well, now, I got I caught a girl up one time. I was uh I was in a hotel with this chick. <coughs> she was in the shower. I was being petty though. She was in the shower and somebody I, called like, her phone. I, I don't I did I Well, I'm go for it. No, no. It was I caught a chick up. I was uh she was in the shower. Somebody called her phone. And I don't know why. I was like, man, I want to play with it. And I was like, she came out of the shower, I was like, I'm about to get up out of here. She's like, what's your issue? I'm like, look at your phone. You know what my issue is. Mind you, I don't know who it was or anything. I was just going to try to, like, test the waters. <laughs> nigga, she actually bugged. Like, it was really a nigga. They called her. And she was like, no, 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 it ain't like that. I'm like, no, it is like that. Like, long story short, came to find out it was a nigga that was calling her. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I just, I just I fucked. She hopped in the shirt and all that. I'm like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? So, I've never went through a girl phone, but I definitely played a mind trick on that. On one like that, wow. for sure. For sure. <laughs> what the fuck? Damn. So, because he called, because it was two, it was back-to-back phone calls, and anybody calling you back-to-back is your family, bro. Yeah. Or your Or friend. somebody. It's going to yeah, pop well, up. Yeah, that needs you. Know you know what I'm saying? Right, ain't, yeah. like, ain't like the bitch is serving kush. Like, who the fuck is calling you? Like, you out of town. You feel me? So, I just put you <laughs> together. Ain't got the like, bitch is serving kush. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. God. The girl I just said the story about definitely went through her phone. For petty reasons and seeing some shit I did not like. Really? Yeah, definitely. So I definitely went through her shit and I was just like, damn, bitch. That's how you gonna do me, huh? You feel me? And you know, it's like what I did means nothing after you see what you see. It's like, nah, bitch, you got me fucked up. Yeah, but do you <laughs> think do you think uh, the male ego can stand, nope. well, certain male egos nope. can stand being looked as as the nigga who's the... Um, not necessarily the goofy, you know what I'm saying, but the nigga who's like being played. But the thing is, women women have game too, you know what I'm saying. So sure. they'll still want to just like they'll still want they niggas too on the side, you know what I'm saying. Like they'll be mad as fuck if they side nigga, you know what I'm saying. Get them, you know what I'm saying. They get caught up with them or whatever. So like, would you be mad if you knew like, all right, cool, well, all right, this bitch got me on the side, you know what I'm saying. She got other niggas, or I found out that she got a she had a husband or some shit. Like I you didn't sure, know. I for sure been a side nigga before. You been a side nigga before? Probably. Probably or probably probably yeah. <laughs> to somebody yeah. that's married or somebody in a bo- in, in a relationship engaged engaged yeah have you ever been a side nigga Ty? for sure I have no problem with it really? as long as just it's let di- me know I what's guess, going I guess it's on it's different, different. it's different for us because you can literally let us know what's going on yeah and as long as we having our way we ain't tripping exactly because I for sure was beating backs and I'm like shit yeah as long as we can have our way we ain't tripping is that all the nigga would need though just to be able to fuck. Like, oh, I mean, God, cause nigga, that shit was cool. That bitch wanted the top. She wanted to give me the top and get fucked. I wasn't. I'm like, bitch, you're married. Dude, I'm about to get married to this nigga. I'm not eating you out. Like, you feel me? Like, so I'm really right. getting exactly what I want. I just really want to fuck you. I'm not even kissing this bitch because I'm like, you going home kissing him. But he raw dogging. Really raw dog. dog. <laughs> not her. Hey, not her. That's unfortunate, bro. Not her. No, and, I'm just and, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to, hey, shout out to my people, man. Make sure y'all go get tested, too. You know what I'm saying? Make sure I got tested for the second time. You, you know what I'm saying? In a year, gotta get tested, man. Tested, That's a big thing sure. that I'm on, man. Tell my mom to get tested. First man. of all, even before the test, because I got I got one more question, then we're gonna get up out of here. But um, before we even get to that, you have some music coming out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. We got shout out to the dropping. homie Joel. Joel you know Q, my guy. Shout out to Joel Shout out to Shout out Native. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You and him have something coming out uh, this coming week. And um, yeah, what is that called? Man, uh, the single's called Since We Been Honest. Uh, it's a summer record. Um, off my new project called... You ain't even got to say that. Just say it's a record. Right. All 
right, we're gonna leave it at that. It's a T Rex. Hey man, man, this nigga needs a fucking publicist, man. Or something. Yeah, don't like. say it's some. It's a record. Hey, shout out to T Rex. It's a feel good record. And for the manager, you know what I'm saying? Interjection right there. You know what I'm <laughs> no, just on some real shit. It's a feel good record. Like, <laughs> hey, be on the lookout for that because that's definitely coming. And you know what I'm saying? Check honest, that out. Man, featuring Joel Q. Be on the way. All that. All right, so I got one last question for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe, maybe make it another question. But uh, what's worse, okay? People who feel entitled to access to you, or people who are ungrateful to have, or they have access. The second one. Why? Because I felt like I felt like a lot of people might not appreciate the little shit you do for them. Like, I be feeling like people will praise another motherfucker that don't do X, Y, and Z, but not give you the credit or, or, or due diligence that you deserve from just being a solid person to them. Mm-hmm. What I mean a solid person, I mean, like, little shit. Like, you in the jam, you need a couple dollars. You in the jam, you need a ride. You know what I'm saying? You in the jam, your son. You know what I'm saying? Little shit like that. Like, I look at that as the smaller shit sometimes be even more important than the bigger shit because mm-hmm. you got to get through a lot of small shit to even get to the big shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely, for me, I say it's the I say it's the second one, bro. I think it's people that are ungrateful for the shit that you actually do for them, for sure. Cool. Mm, How about you? That's a tough one. Let me ask it again, just so you know. Yeah. People who feel entitled to access to you or people who are ungrateful, they have access. I was going with the first one until my boy just really broke it down. But now I'm like, I don't know, because I lucky still might go with the first one, though, but I definitely agree with what bro said, but people that feel entitled to the access of me, it's just like, bro, like, you know, like, get your bars up. Like, it's not, it ain't, it ain't all that for you to just think that you can come to me for whatever you think you can come to with no fee. That's how I'm looking too. at it. He's different. I'm a rapper. Bro has his own right. studio. I'm an engineer and producer. So he yeah, got three jobs. Bro owns a studio. Is an engineer and producer. So that means bro got three avenues to make money in just one small space. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that, shit definitely. That's how I'm looking at it. Because yeah. motherfuckers definitely hit me up all the time about what I'm supposed to do or what what I can do for them, and they're offering nothing. Like you know, there off there's no green being right. added to this conversation. So you feel that sometimes <clears throat> the access that people have to you, based off of the relationship that you have with them, sometimes is compromised due by them feeling ungrateful. Yeah, ungrateful about the the talent I possess. Mm-hmm. I possess a talent. I can say that I'm a humble nigga, but I know I possess a talent, and that's why you want to fuck with me. So understand that, like you know. This talent comes with money. I didn't learn this or practice this to. So in the same in the same sense, just to play devil's advocate, then because of what you're saying, this talent comes with money, and you know what I'm saying. You earn this and all these things too. The same thing would say would be asked too is about what is worse as far as um, the people who feel entitled to the access to you. That more so can go to the positions of family and friends For where sure. it's like all right cool t-reg you are that nigga you're the next hit boy you're the next you know what i'm saying uh, dj mustard or whatever the fuck the case and you that nigga but i've known you since we was in third grade nigga i helped you win that one fight you remember that one time you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying i did i did give you my snicker bar one day when you said you was hungry when we did used to play ball and i took that charge for you know what i'm saying you remember that and i remember when you didn't even had no hair nigga now you got <laughs> hair and you think you're different now you I, I now you got placements with blast <laughs> now you got you know what i'm saying you know you know you 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 you, you fucking know uh uh, uh, Don Kennedy and now you think you're different you know what I'm saying but in reality it's like nigga you didn't help me make these beats right you know what I'm saying I know we know each other like I know you my mans and shit like that we sandbox <clears throat> niggas but you you know it's, it's cause, but the thing is 
if now the same way that you would feel this way about the you know uh, people feeling ungrateful about you know saying your talent it's like these people that who are close to you that talent that you now possess that you now harnessed and crafted and made you know what i'm saying your your own these people feel entitled to it because it's like well I helped you stay alive. Right. I helped you know. Damn, I'm so. I definitely, you definitely right. But you know what I'm saying so now. It's I'm just such like, the type of nigga that I am. What I said, I'm just asking. What do you think? Yeah, now I'm, I'm such the type of nigga that I, the way I am, that shit ain't even gonna fly with me. Like a nigga coming to me saying that, mm-hmm. that's not gonna fly with me, nigga. He know. He he he'll come be like, yeah, bro, I had to pull some T Reg shit today. <laughs> like, that's not that type of shit ain't even gonna fly with me. Nah, that shit funny, bro. Really got to say he had to pull some T Reg shit. T-Rex, nah, T-Rex, like I'm, that's not. But it's you right though. Like yeah, for the average yeah. Joe, mm-hmm. that definitely niggas would be like, damn. Bro. Niggas got to stay loyal so to I the hood. Motherfuckers got to stay loyal to they <laughs> yeah, niggas that they. Not, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I didn't did it before. That's my nigga. I didn't for sure try to squeeze a free hour about a broken phone. It's not happening. And no, some granted. Yeah, you know, so I have a relationship. This is the homie. Yeah, so, that's a relationship. But sometimes it's, like, it's just like, oh, yeah, fuck it, let's go. I mean, and that's what you're saying. Niggas, that's like your homie, whatever. Granted, like, you know how I'm feeling? Like, well, fuck it, let's do it. But it just depends on how you approach it. But it's also a thing of respect, too, because, like, from one, I, I this been my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? But from the same token, oh, shit, in the same token. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, you good. Oh, wait. All right. In the same token, I understand that this is bro job. This is bro how he make money. So I still got to respect this shit the same way. I'm gonna wanna respect bro shit. And I think that's the number one thing is if we get really down to it, it's like, are we really I, I think I think when it comes down to too is respecting <clears throat> the craft that others have, you know what I'm saying, as either, you know, self employed or entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you come to an understanding of what you have access to, like we were talking about resources and different things like that, then you start to have a better um uh, understanding of yourself and what you can do with those things rather than it's like, all right, cool. Well, yeah, motherfuckers out here, like, I got niggas like 10 50 or some shit. Yeah, I'll pay him when I get yeah. No, fuck that. I pay a nigga on time. You know what I'm saying? Because I know what I'm getting from him. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know what I'm getting from you. I know what I'm getting from everybody that's involved with the and things we're all, It's all so ownership of our craft. Like Exactly. It would be different if I worked at fucking McDonald's or some shit and all three of y'all, the homies, and y'all come in like, bro, let me get some free fries real quick. Nigga, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, fuck it. Of course. Nigga, this yeah. ain't, you know, I ain't got shit to do with me. Yeah, for, for sure. Fuck Hell, it. No, yeah. See, now that's different. Yeah, but, but then no, again, no, that, that also comes into, yeah. yeah that's the but point. that also comes into play, play, too, where you kind of have to look at it, too. It's like somebody could then be ungrateful. It's like, all right, cool. Every time I come in a McDonald's. Yeah, not every time. Every time I come in that bitch, lace nigga, you I need a free fry, a burger, right. a cheeseburger, you know what I'm saying? All but that you shit. You know what? The getting lace come from lacing the other person. That's true. That's the main thing. It's like, okay, you know, he owns a studio. And all this shit. So by lacing him, it's throwing him tips, throwing him extra clients. You know what I'm saying? Right. Throwing him little shit like that yeah. to where his money keep flowing in, in bro way. Great. So that's going to make bro, as they say, it's, it's called the barter system. Barter exactly. system. You scratch yeah. my back, I scratch yeah. yours. Great example. Me and, my, me and my boy 1050, we we got a great relationship. If it's something I need, I'm always down to pay my pay bro. But mm. I know he's going to show me love sometime, and we're going to figure it out because at the same time, anytime, anybody I meet, but you know Likewise, somebody, anybody that, know, that shoot videos, oh man, go to the homie 1050 page. Just spell Likewise, it out. Spell yeah. out 1050. 50, yeah. like, like, go book it, bro. Yep, I done exactly. seen plenty dudes, bro, way. Likewise. And vice versa, I know if somebody needs some beats or something, like, bro, I told Woody Hoop about you and da-da-da. So it's, that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, no, like, like, yeah relationships is big, you know what I'm saying? So I, I guess that it kind of it kind of gauges the dynamic of the understanding of both like, phrases. Literally, not to cut you off, literally. Told you to fuck with 1050. Told you to fuck with 1050. He here. Yeah. That's what, yeah. <laughs> like, that's what this shit's all about. Yeah, no, I fuck with 105 for sure. You already know. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to 1050. Oh, 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10
He hit him with the bruh. I guess that's a good bruh. I guess that's a good bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a bruh. You know. So uh, okay, man. Okay, man. That's uh, that's been a great episode. You know what I'm saying? Great I got answer, one more you know question, man. Oh, you got a question? What's up? What's up, G? I want to. I want to hear what you have to say. I got a question for y'all, man. What's up? Um, this is pretty much going into the third quarter of 2021. Yes. Um, how do you guys feel about the progression? What do you guys think that, you know, in these last four or five months of going forward to 2022, you know, what do you guys think y'all can improve on? Um, my biggest thing that I am literally knowing that has been my biggest downfall in life, and I can be honest about it, is consistency. Mm-hmm. I have to be consistent with the things that I produce, the things that I say that I'm going to do, and consistent with, you know, the ideas that I have in executing them. Because I feel like that's the thing that's going to take me to the next level. If I give myself a fair shot, or to give myself a fair shot, I have to be consistent. And that's to everybody out there, you know what I'm saying, going forward, you know, just listening to this. Like, my biggest advice to you is, one, be patient. And if you've always already and have always been patient is to continue to be consistent because by being consistent, your patience and consistency will turn into success. Well, honey, I think mine is um, what I can work on is. um, First, how you feel about your progress? Then what you can work on. um, I really came into this year, like really feeling like, nigga, this is like this about to be my year just in the sense of just turning my shit up. And in in the sense I have, but then I kind of feel like I haven't because I haven't been as creative and beat beat making like I like I was just prior to period. Like I used to make beats every day, and I do not do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I really like I I kind of fell off, but not even in the sense like I'm over it. That's definitely not the case. But I just got so much shit going on. I just now need to learn that balance mm-hmm. of yeah, balance balance, balance what I'm doing, but still being able to be creative. Because in the past month or two, like I just been kind of chilling because I just been really. I just been my I just been on go twenty four seven for real like mm. literally as soon as I get up like I really got shit to do now that shit is crazy like that yeah. I'm in this position and I haven't found that balance of being creative and getting to the money and working mm-hmm. so that's what I got to work I'm proud of that progress of yeah, getting there and being busy yeah, it's a good problem I'm, I'm proud of being busy because that's what I wanted but now I gotta work on the progress of finding that balance of getting my creativity that feeling back of being creative while still being busy or how about you? Uh, my progress this year, I took an L at the top of the year. Mm-hmm. It was a setback for sure. But with that setback, what I did was I worked on my new project and um, put that together. It came out pretty good. It's, it's done now for the most part. Um, on the progress side, also, I uh, developed a new talent that I didn't know I have in that songwriting for others. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's so, where the bag is at. Right. So I got a couple joints coming out on some on some on some cool some cool humble. Um so yeah, I I I'll say my biggest downfall was, you know, I took my L excuse me at the top of this year, um, on me. It was, it was a my mistake and that that set me back. Especially I just dropped the Geno Hazy P. Make sure y'all get that if y'all haven't had it or haven't got it. Um but nigga it set me back for like three months. But in that three months I was like, you know what, fuck it. Let me lock in and instead of looking at it as an L, let me look at this as okay, now I got time to Get back. Let me create again, cause I know mm-hmm. I gotta come back. You know what I'm saying? So, that's I think my progression. I think the biggest thing I learned this year was not about the downfall. It's about the bounce back. 
Sure. Yeah, minor setback for a major comeback. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So Chicago yeah. to L.A. Yeah, you already know. You know what I'm saying? Chicago's on. L.A.'s on. Since we've been honest, the hybrid. You know what I'm saying? Video dropping soon. Directed by ten motherfucking fifty ten five yes, guys. Yes, sir. Yo, that's hold so on, hold dope. On, this is the family thing. Matter of fact, song. Engineered and mixed and mastered and all that by T. Reggie. I was just about to say, yo, let's make some noise for that, man. It was all in house. You know what I'm saying? Shot by 1050. My last two projects has been. Damn near, I mean, you could damn near say executive produced because every time I do a song, I'm asking for the nigga opinion if it's hot or not. So you could damn near say executive produced by T. Reg as well because I really don't you be recording it here. Go ahead and put that on the bottom of the uh, cover. Executive produced by T. Reg. Yeah, put, yeah, 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 go ahead so you can get that credit there. Get my bars up. Exactly. Mastered by T. Reg at T. Reg Studio. Right, right, That nigga's an in house entrepreneur, nigga. Exactly. It's all in house, you know what I'm saying? That's the dope thing about it. And I got a new joint, my nigga Sean F. I'm gonna do a video for produced by T Reg in a minute. Oh shit. I'm out here. Yeah, nigga. and he got a movie coming out, and he got a clothing line coming out, and he got a cologne coming out. He's been getting this new uh uh motion picture I'm about to get a new puppy branded by T Reg, puppy He got a new cereal out, you know what I'm saying? Nigga T Reg play T Reg, get Gator Flex, nigga. God damn, shout out to T Reg. Shout out Josh Drake too. Yeah. Yeah, shout out my business partner. That's my boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, so that's been a very interesting Tom! and oh yeah, now nah, he been yeah, that, that dude so then kicked in a little bit. <laughs> we can get to the last of that bottle now. He was like yelling out shit like, it's <laughs> like we in the yeah. building. I think we've been in the building. Right. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's been July nineteenth. That's been this edition of Do Saying Backwoods, man. I want to thank my special co-host. You know what I'm saying, my nigga T Reg. Yes, Let me know they can follow you at. You know what I'm saying, T Reg. Instagram T a period R E. T dot R E G Twitter T D O T R E G with dot spelled out T D O T R E G that's me. Yes, sir, my man T Reg. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you follow my guy. Get in the mic, dog. Get in the mic, dog. This nigga fading now. This nigga fading now. Get in the mic, dog. Let them know they can follow you at. Find me Gino Hayes at everything G I N O H A Z E. The Heroes versus Roscoe T's will be out soon. Nice. Literally, we getting all this shit manufactured. I'm gonna do the whole state to state collection with like. Whole California, uh, LA to Chicago theme. Be on the lookout for it, man. New project coming and all that, man. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yes, thank yes, you too yes. for having me too, man. This shit was amazing. Definitely can't wait to come back. Thank you, thank you. We'll definitely be having young G. He got his composure back in a little bit. Hey, little bit. listen, listen, listen. Yeah, <laughs> hey, we appreciate Zito for coming. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate T Reg for stepping up, you know, being the co host. Um, I've been your host, Tune Day, aka Tune Got Jokes. You can follow me on all of my social media platforms. Hey, what's that shit you, said? you said Dark Poppy earlier. What you say your name was? Chocolate Poppy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, 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 that that's for me. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, you can follow me on all of my social media platforms. At Tune Got Jokes, that's T U N G O T J O K E S. If you think our show is dope, if you think our show is dumb, we don't get no fuck. We did it the dab way. So catch us next time for another edition of Do Say and Backwoods. We'll catch y'all later. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> what he said. That was a good one, yes, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My niggas, man. Appreciate